perfect. In every aspect of the game, you drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. Perfection. Let's go to work. Alongside, every time you got to catch him in that slant, let him over pursue. He's already your game. You got to throw something at him. He's not ready for him. Rev! Miss Rev. Yes, sir. All right, listen. You ready to run? Yes, sir. Fake 23 blast with a backside George reverse. You got that? Fake 23 blast with a backside George reverse like your life depended upon it. Let's go. My goodness, it has been a long time since we have posted an episode. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Zach Wunzel, your host of Double Down with Dad. Um, and it has been quite the time since I have last posted an episode. Um, dad life has hit me crazy. We've been busy trying to get stuff ready for Savvy Joe's first party next month at our house. So I've been peeling wallpaper and painting and replacing toilets and right now they're actually installing new carpet uh, in our master bedroom and upstairs so today um, I was going to cover the NFC West Um, that was my wife's suggestion but an interesting topic came up over the over the past weekend with my uncle Uh, he's a huge Washington Commanders fan and so he texted me an image of the predictions for wins and losses this year for each division and I can post that on our Facebook page so he was asking me what I thought and and um, I told him that that I thought the Eagles were going to win the division and he thought Dallas could potentially win so I want to jump into the NFC East Uh, but first let's talk about the agreement that has come down between Deshaun Watson and the NFL about his suspension and I'll tell you why Deshaun Watson's words were very interesting words to use and why the NFL should be absolutely disgusted with themselves. So Deshaun Watson was originally suspended for six games. The NFL appealed it. Everybody thought yes this is great. Uh, Deshaun's going to get at least a year of a suspension and then they turn around and agree to a more of a more than the original suspension, but less than what everybody else was hoping for. So they agreed to an 11-game suspension and I believe a $5 million donation to a charity. Um, But let's look at Deshaun Watson's words, one of his first public comments since everything has happened. And he used the words, um, impacted. Uh, If you went to Emanuel College with us, you'll know these are Dr. Blake Rackley's most favorite words in the whole wide world about being impacted. Um, He said, I am so sorry to all of those women who have been impacted by this. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Just go on Google and search for the definition of impacted. And A, that will probably make you never want to use the word impacted again. And B, it will... um, show you why what Deshaun Watson was doing to these women why those words are perfect choice for him now with the new suspension 11 games has anybody looked at the schedule to see who the Browns first team up against that they will play when they come back 
That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Houston Texans. So not only did the NFL give this man a lesser suspension than what he deserved, but they made sure that they were going to make money out of it. Guarantee you that that game is going to be a nationally televised game, at least mostly um, regional coverage, right? So if it's close to your region, guarantee you that they use it. The NFL is using this game. Oh, wow, this is a great way for us to make money. It's the first game back for Deshaun Watson, so people want to see how the crowd treat him. It's the first game back, so they want to see um, how many people will watch. And it's his first game back against his old team. Are you kidding me, NFL? That just shows that at the end of the day, it's all about the bottom dollar for you. It's not about... Was this the right thing to do? Was this the wrong thing to do? Did we get justice for these 24 women? It was all about, let's make everybody think that we were doing the right thing and make it appear that we were doing the right thing, but at the end of the day, we're going to look out for us too. Terrible. If if I could, I would um, boycott watching the NFL, but I can't. Football is just too great. So I have to watch it. So let's jump into the NFC East. And first, we'll start at the bottom of the division, the team that doesn't really have a chance to win any of of the, the playoff uh, seeds, and that is the New York Giants. Okay, so the New York Giants. The first thing, if you're a Giants fan, to know and remember is that this is a contract year for Saquon Barkley. So can he earn a big contract for them. I kind of feel bad for Saquon. Uh, number one, because he's hurt all the time. Uh, number two, is he's in a, he's a really good running back, but he's in a really bad team. So what did the Giants do to help him this year? Um, in the draft, uh, pick number five, they went with Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. Not a lot of people know about him. Um pretty good edge rusher Um, at the number seven pick they went and got Evan Neal out of Alabama an offensive tackle very good pick Um, it'll it'll help with that Um, then they went and got Wondell Robertson in Kentucky another offensive lineman in the third round so they did try and help Saquon in the offense by getting some offensive weapons some offensive tackles some offensive linemen But the problem with the Giants is the quarterback position. And here is where I'm going to transfer, translate, go into, I guess, my next double down with dad. And I'm going out on a limb here. This is a big guess. This is a big, I could be wrong. So this is only my second double down. And I'm willing to bet that there's a 50-50 shot that I'm wrong. But hey, that's why you listen to me. This is why we go for it. Double down with dad. Tyrod Taylor will take over for Daniel Jones at some point during this season. Yes, they have a new head coach. So Daniel Jones has a chance. However, I think that Tyrod has been playing very well in the preseason. I think Giants fans are tired of seeing it. They're trying to give them the best opportunity to win. They're not going to be relevant. However, I think if Tyrod doesn't get the starting job at the beginning of the year, which is very unlikely, I'm willing to bet at some point they go out and he replaces Daniel Jones, and then Daniel Jones is not with the team next year. So, 
What did they do in free agency? Not a whole lot. Um, they, I'm, I'm reading through the list here. They didn't get a whole lot of new people. Um, and it's hard for, for Giants fans. It's hard for the Giants now to claim free agents. Not necessarily because it's a bad, a bad market. Because it, a lot of people like New York and a lot of people, technically New Jersey. But a lot of people like them. So, I mean, like the market. But the problem is the team has just not been relevant. So, I mean, not a lot of free agent people to to discuss. Um, let's go to their depth chart and, and talk about it really quick. Um, quarterback, of course, you have Daniel Jones. I'm willing to think that Tyrod Taylor takes over there. Here, Here's a name to keep out for, and if people are in my fantasy league that are going to listen to this before tomorrow – they might try and steal this guy from me. I think Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver from Florida, is a great weapon. I'm going to try and go after him. Our draft is tomorrow. So I'm going to try and go after him if I can get him at a relevant time. Um, they got Darius Slayton at wide receiver. On the other side at wide receiver, they have the the rookie Wondell Robertson, Robinson, um, Saquon in the backfield, tight end Daniel Bellinger, Chris Marriack. <sighs> Not a great offensive team. On the defensive side of the ball, a pretty good defensive line. Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, great uh, linebacker and Blake Martinez. Backside is not that bad either. Adoree Jackson, uh, Xavier McKinney. So their defense is going to keep them in some games, but I'm willing to bet that the Giants are towards the bottom of the division this year and probably in the worst five teams in the league. Now the next three teams that we're going to talk about, they they are, in my opinion, they're almost interchangeable one through three. That's how close this division is going to be. So let's go with, um, let's go next with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, and if if you know me personally or if once you get to know me, as we go through this this podcast, they um, I hate the Cowboys. I think that their team is overrated every single year. I don't think Dak is a great quarterback. I think he's in the middle of somewhere in the middle of the league. Um, I would say quarterback uh, twelve through eighteen somewhere in there. Um, so I'm just not a big fan of the Dallas Cowboys. However, I'm willing to overlook that, and I'm willing to give you guys what I think are facts about the team. So, what did the Dallas Cowboys do in the draft? Um, in their first pick, uh, first round pick number 24, they took Tyler Smith, an offensive lineman. Second round, they took uh, Sam Williams, who's an edge rusher. Third round, they got a wide receiver. Fourth round, tight end. Fifth round, offensive tackle. And there's a reason that the Cowboys... Um, we're going after all of these offensive players because in free agency, they lost a lot of people. And I can't, I'm trying to find a list here. Um, here it is. They lost a lot of people. Randy Gregory, who was with the team, offensive linebacker. 
he left to go to Denver. Cedric Wilson, who was a wide receiver for them, left Dallas to go to Miami. Lyle Collins, huge loss for them, goes to Cincinnati. Connor Williams, who was a center, went from Dallas, goes to Miami. Um, Dante Fowler Jr., he comes to Dallas in free agency. Pretty good. They added Anthony Barr. They lost Greg Zerline this year. He went from Dallas to the Jets. Um, Keanu Neal, who was a strong safety, left to go to Tampa Bay. DeMonte KZ left Dallas to go to Pittsburgh. So Dallas lost a lot of people in, in free agency, and it's hard for them to, to replace it. You know, there's a lot of, on the offense, let's go to their, let's go to their death chart, and I'll tell you, show you exactly what I'm talking about. So quarterback, I'm willing to bet you that um, this is also the last year for Ezekiel Elliott in Dallas. This would have been my double down if I was not, uh, did if I didn't do the one for the Giants. I cannot get their um, death chart to come up, and I'm not sure why. It won't let me pull it up on the Dallas website, so I'll have to go somewhere else. I'll do that as I'm talking. Um, but Ezekiel Elliott is super overpaid. As soon as he got that contract, um, he has declined steadily year after year after year. And the Pollard, um, the Pollard guy, the running back, is just as is recently is just as good for a lot cheaper. So. Uh, it's it's going to be tough for the Cowboys this year, I think. Um, wide receivers, here's their weapons. C.D. Lamb, James Washington. Michael Gallup left to go to... No, I'm sorry, they still have... Do they still have Michael Gallup? Um... They have Dalton Schultz. I think Gallup is hurt. I think that's what it is. That's it. Michael Gallup did get hurt. Um, He's coming back from a torn ACL. So um, he's going to be on their active roster. So uh, I know I'm kind of rambling with the Cowboys because it's hard to – it, it's hard. Tyron Smith just came out today um, that he has a torn hamstring, I believe. So he's going to be out for a very long time. That off, that offensive line is going to be tough um, on the defensive side. Is going to be decent. That's going to. That's again something that's going to keep them in the in the in the games. Trayvon Diggs. If you're on Twitter, and I'm not sure who it is that I follow that shows all of the clips, but Trayvon Diggs has absolutely been getting torched this year in training camp. I'm talking by wide receivers that have not even, they were not drafted. They come into camp just to try to earn a spot, and Trayvon Diggs has been torched. When they uh, played practice with the Rams the other day, he was completely backwards, and Cooper Cup caught a ball that came right by Trayvon Diggs' ears. So I'm not sure what's going on with him if he's not taking it serious. Dallas Cowboys this year, again, could be interchangeable. We'll see what my predictions are when we get to over and under. 
now for who I think is the other team that won't win the division, my uncle's team, the Washington Commanders. Um, They're going to struggle this year at the quarterback position, but what did they do in the draft? First round, they got Jahan Dotson, great wide receiver out of Penn State. I think that was a great pickup for them. They do have a really good receiving core. Um, Second round, they got... uh, uh, Fahin Mathis, defensive lineman out of Alabama. Third round, they go and get a running back out of Alabama. So what happened with the commanders and free agency? Their biggest loss this year, in my opinion, who I think could cause a problem with his departure, is Brandon Scherf. The the guard, Washington, didn't want to pay him. He goes to Jacksonville on a three-year, almost $50 million contract. Um, Andrew Norwell, they get back in free agency, who was a lineman from Jacksonville. They ended up getting him to Washington. Um, They re-signed J.D. McKissick, decent player. Matthew Ioannidis left Washington to go to Carolina on a one-year $6 million deal. Washington gets Trey Turner, an offensive lineman from Pittsburgh. And other than that, most of these... People are kind of irrelevant, not big names that aren't really in their in their rotation. So what about this depth chart? Let's see what happens here. And when I was talking with my uncle, you know, we were talking about the weapons that they had and and everything. And, and I said, do you I can't trust Carson Wentz. You can't. I mean, he is an upgrade from what they had last year. But Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke is second in command there. Maybe if Carson struggles, they give Taylor a chance. Running back, they still have Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick. Wide receivers could potentially be some of, I think it's the second best wide receiver core in the division with Scary Terry McLaurin, Cam Sims, the rookie Jahan Dotson. They They have Curtis Samuel from Carolina. And they are getting Logan Thomas back off of injury. I don't think they rush him back, but I think he should be back in the first couple uh, first couple games. Defense, they still have Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, Kendall Fuller. Their defense is, has been pretty good. They did lose um, uh, Chase Smith. I think they said he's out. For the first four or six games after that injury, um, it's a knee. I think it's his MCL. I think he's supposed to miss a, a four to six weeks, I think. But when he gets back, this defensive unit has always has been solid. The question for the Washington Commanders is going to be, A, what does Carson Wentz give you? And B, what about that running back position? Antonio Gibson is okay in my opinion let's look at his look at his stats here um from last year in 2020 they gave him 800 yards 2021 he did break a thousand yards he played in all 16 games give them give them a thousand yards um last year he also catches a fair amount of passes in the back um but what can Antonio Gibson give you because if if he's not going to give you respectable numbers out of that backfield, people are going to dare Carson Wentz to throw the ball. So Washington, 
Do they have a chance to win the division? Yes, if this defensive unit plays the same way that they have in the past. I'm just not willing to trust that quarterback position, whether it's Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke. I think Philadelphia is in a much better position to win, so let's go to them. Philadelphia Eagles, this is your chance. This is your chance in the division where one team is not relevant at all, and I think you have the best unit out of the other three teams to win yourself a playoff spot and win the division. Now, biggest thing this year for you is Jalen Hurts. The Philadelphia Eagles this year, if you're a Philly fan, and I'm not sure if you know this, you have two first-round picks coming up in the year of the quarterback position in the draft. So if Jalen Hurts does not give you what you want, if he does not win this division, you have to use two of those first-round picks, trade them to move up, and get you a top quarterback. Prove it year for Jalen Hurts. So what did Philadelphia do in the draft? First pick, they got Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Great, great, great pick. I think he's going to be phenomenal in that middle with Fletcher Cox. You put Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis in that in that defensive line, you're in trouble. I I think you put them side by side and you and, and you have the defensive line like they used to have way before with Indomitian Sue. And, oh, who was that other big defensive lineman that they used to have? Two big boys right in the middle. Who else did they get in free agents in the draft? They drafted a center um, to replace Kelsey whenever he retires, so I think that's a great pick. Here's the position to look out for. And when I was watching the draft, um, we lived in South Carolina last year, so I saw a lot of SEC football. N'Kobe Dean is a fantastic defensive linebacker this guy can run side to side front to back he's one of the fastest linebackers that I've seen in college in a long time so when the draft came up he kept falling and falling and falling and and finally Philadelphia said we have to get this guy at pick 83 the concern for him was an injury that a lot of teams didn't like what they were hearing from the team doctors but I think Philadelphia did a great job of taking him even if he misses this year, this guy is a fantastic, fantastic linebacker that's going to help you in the future. The key addition this year for Philadelphia was not in free agency, but they traded for him, A.J. Brown from Tennessee. Now Jalen Hurts has no excuse to not go up and down the field with this, with this offense. Who else did they get in free agency? Um, they added Hassan Riddick, who is a linebacker from my Carolina Panthers. They signed him to Philadelphia um, for a three-year, $45 million contract. Um, they got James Bradbury from the Giants. I don't think he's that great. He played for Carolina before, and then he went to the Giants. I hope they don't start him because he's a terrible, terrible uh, cornerback. They lost um, Rodney McLeod, their free safety. They lost him to Indianapolis. They There was another defensive player that they lost, and I'm trying to find it on the list. Um, 
They lost Rodney McLeod. I can't remember who it was now, and I don't see it here, so they must not have lost anybody else. Um, they lost Alex Singleton, a linebacker, wasn't in the in the rotation anyways. Um, so Eagles fans, let's look at this depth chart, and I I am excited for you. Jalen Hurts at quarterback. My question for you is what can Miles Sanders give you out of the backfield? We'll go through his stats here in a minute. Wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rigger, uh, Quez Watkins, tight end, Dallas Goddard, top five tight end in the game. Um, In their offensive line, Jason Kelsey's just something to keep an eye on. They said he had routine elbow surgery in the offseason. He should be ready for week one, but just something to keep an eye on just in case he's not. Defense. Here's your defensive line. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, and they have uh, Javon Hargrave in front of Jordan Davis right now in the depth chart. I want to see them have Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox play side by side. Maybe interchange them because they're both bigger guys, and so they're not going to be able to to play every every down for you. But just just my idea. Um, solid linebackers, and then on the back end, they still have Darius Slay, Anthony Harris, and right now they have James Bradbury in that starting other cornerback spot. So what can this offense do? Jalen Hurts, you better prove it, man, because if not. Philadelphia has got to replace you. They don't have a choice. Two first-round picks. They've given you time to get into the system. Miles Sanders, this is also your year. Um, you've been hurt. He, he, he has been hurt in years past. Last year, he played in 12 games, gave him 800 yards. The year before, 12 games, 800 yards. Miles Sanders has to give him 1,000 yards this year. Just has to. He has to take some pressure off of off of Jalen Hurts. Um, but now it's it's the Eagles' time. So if you want to fly, Eagles fly. Let's win this division. Let's stick it to the Dallas Cowboys. This over-under list that I'm getting ready to go through is going to be interesting because the teams are going to be so close. Here's the key, and here's I want you to save this audio so that way at the end of the season you can go back and listen to me and you can see that I know what I'm talking about. If you want to win the NFC East this year, you have to beat the Giants twice. Not a question. You have to beat the Giants twice and you have to beat one other team in the division at least twice. So if you want to win the division, beat the Giants and then have a decent record against the other ones. So if you win five games in this division, I think you're going to win. Whether that be the Cowboys, whether that be the Eagles, whether that be Washington. you got to beat the Giants twice, and then if Washington beats Dallas twice, and even if they split with the Eagles, that's five wins. That wins them the division. But let's go through here and see over-unders for each team. First is Dallas, 10 and a half games. I'm taking them an under. I think Dallas, whenever my friend uh, Gentry and I were going through, I think I had them at 9-7. and seven. So Dallas Cowboys at 10.5, even if they finish at 10, that's still under. So Dallas Cowboys 10.5, under. Next is the New York Giants, 7.5. I'm going under. I think they lose all six games in their, in their division. I think they're going to be one of the five worst teams in football. Saquon Barkley leaves in free agency. I think Daniel Jones will have to be replaced. 
under 7.5 for the Giants. Philadelphia Eagles, 9.5. I'm going to take them at over, and I'm going to give them at least 10 wins and win the division. Even if that's 10-7, and seven, that still wins them the division. So over 9.5. Last team, Washington Commanders, 7.5. I'm going to give them the over on the 7.5. I think they finished somewhere around 500. It's going to be between Dallas and them to who finishes second in the division, in my opinion. Um, but they're going to get, they should get two wins right off the bat when they beat the Giants. They normally, they normally split with Dallas, so that gives them three wins before you even step outside of the division. And I want to see their schedule really fast to see what other divisions they play. I didn't look at this before. They are also playing the... I can't tell. It looks like they're playing the NFC North. Yes, because they're playing Detroit, Minnesota, uh, Green Bay, and Chicago. So they're going to beat Chicago twice. The Eagles are – we were talking about Washington. Let's look at Washington's very, very, very quickly. They are going to play Detroit twice, so that gives them two wins. They're going to play the Giants twice, so that gives them another two wins. They're going to beat Houston – so I'm going to give Washington the over on 7.5. But week one against Jacksonville, I'm calling the upset right now. Jacksonville comes in, and you're going to hear this on my next episode. I am very high on the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. Jacksonville comes in week one and upsets the Washington Commanders. And that looks like it's going to wrap it up. NFC East for us, we just went through. I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles to win the division. Um, Next week, we're going to cover the AFC South. So that goes takes us into Jacksonville, where I just pulled up and said the upset special of week one with the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Washington Commanders. Um, But if you stuck it out this far... And I know I rambled some this episode with with Dallas and I think with Washington a little bit. To me, it's just hard sometimes if it's not a clear-cut Buffalo Bills. They're great. They're fantastic. Here's what it is. You can talk about it. Sometimes with a team, if it's, eh, they could be this way, they could be that way. Sometimes it's kind of hard not to ramble, so I do apologize for that. But if you've made it this far, I really appreciate you. Um, Thanks for listening to us. Again, we're going to be available on the Anchor platform, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I hope you guys have a great week. Um, Next week, we may talk about who I got in the fantasy draft. And um, thanks. I love you guys. Jesus loves you.